Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thinking of starting a podcast? We'll try Anchor. It's free, easy to use, and its creation tools allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or computer. It'll even take care of distribution for you with a single tap so you can be heard on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Also, Anchor is the only place you can publish video podcasts directly to Spotify. Man, you can even make money using Anchor in a couple of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. It's truly everything you need in one place to make a podcast. So make sure to go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first edition of It's All Cavalier, podcast by your boy, Mac Perry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Dude, you have like two other podcasts. And yes, I do. Got Buckeyes in Maryland. Podcast, you know, just me and my buddies get together, talk some sports, talk some life. Just, you know, chop it up, have some fun. Then I got the Perry Life, you know, a podcast with my wife where we talk about pretty serious topics. Uh, we just got done talking about infidelity in our last. So you guys should definitely check both of those out and hit us up on Twitter, you know, at the Perry Life and at BIM Podcast. But that's not what we're here for today. Today is the kickoff of something near and dear to me, and that is a podcast specifically about the Cavaliers. Now, a little bit about my fandom. I didn't start watching basketball until I was probably about 12, 13 years old. And if I'm looking back, you know, <laughs> well-known secret, uh, guys, I'm 27. Sometimes I have a hard time remembering that myself. Uh, but that's about 15 years ago. And that is, I would say, a year, year and a half, year or two maybe before LeBron got to Cleveland. Well, after LeBron got to Cleveland, rather. So I didn't start watching basketball until LeBron was already in Cleveland. Younger years. It was the glory area in Cleveland. You know, LeBron was a walking trip to the playoffs, you know, after his rookie season, pretty much. So it was good to see that. Then I had to live through the air than many in this uh, this area did. And that is the dreadful post-LeBron era Cavs. Uh, it did yield Kyrie Irving. It did yield Tristan Thompson uh, and a bevy of others, you know, that were flipped in the trade eventually. You know, hint, hint, Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. So it all worked out. But I have lived through a few different eras of Cleveland basketball. Now, not to mention LeBron leaving again. And now we actually have some bright spots to look at in Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, Andre Drummond, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see how this all plays out. But the point is, 
just wanted to start a podcast about my beloved Cavaliers. So, you know, we'll bring on guests from time to time. I'll write solo from time to time as I am today, since this is the first episode. But I wanted to devote a good amount of time to specifically discussing the Cavaliers. So without further ado, let's get started. So recently I asked a question on Twitter regarding Andre Drummond. Uh, This dude, you know, he's been balling to start the season off. You know, I think at this point, safe to say that he was well worth the uh, bargain trade that we got for him. Uh, at the midway point of last season guys averaging little little under 19 points about 15 rebounds 2.6 assists he is in fact leading the league in rebounding at this time and i know for a big man you know these these times have really been tough it's not the same type of game as it once was so we're not really living in an era where we're the offense is facilitated through the big man anymore that era is just gone does that mean big men are not essential to the nba hierarchy anymore and the nba structure no it just means that the type of game that used to be featured isn't we don't play through the post anymore really it's perimeter based game this can be seen from the uh the play over the last decade with that being said, I posed on Twitter, you know, should Andre should the Cavs re-sign Andre Drummond? And honestly, you know, to my surprise, it was half and half. It literally was a 50-50 split. Um, you know, we had people on both ends saying resign and don't resign. To be honest with you guys, I would love to see them work out some type of deal with Andre because even with the addition of Jared Allen, who has been absolutely terrific off the bench, I just don't see how you turn a guy loose who is averaging these numbers and is impacting the roster and the team the way that he has been. You know, this is something that I don't think many people would have foreseen coming into this season. It's not as if people had Cleveland on their radar to you know, be a competitive basketball team this season. I mean, we we're 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 sitting here and as as if, you know, the possibility of the Cavaliers making the playoffs wasn't enough. You're actually having two guys on the roster who are capable of making the all star game in Colin Sexton and Drummond respectively. So, you know, I would love to see them figure out a way to to keep drumming. I just don't know if it's possible financially. You know, they they got Allen in the recent Nets trade. They still have Kevin Love on the books, and they have to plan ahead for Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, and company. But if they can figure it out, there's there's just absolutely no way you say no to that if you're the Cavs. If Drummond is willing to take a Maybe a, not a bargain deal, but something lower than the max rate. I think you get up off of Kevin Love's contract any way you can. I've said this numerous times on my other podcasts. Get rid of Kevin Love for a bag of chips if you can, because he hasn't added anything to the team. And even when healthy, it's not like he impacted the game in a you know in a difference-making fashion for the money that he's making. 
I just don't, you know, Kevin Love's time in Cleveland has been, you know, mired by ups and downs and trade talk throughout his entire stint there. But does that mean that uh, he, he didn't serve his purpose? No, he, he helped Cleveland win a championship. He got his ring. So I think mission accomplished. Now time to move on for both sides. I just don't know, you know, what is what has taken Cleveland so wrong to pull the trigger on that trade. But if you can get up off the love contract and you can clear some other cap space, I think that you explore the possibility of keeping Andre Drummond. You're looking at the lineup right now. You have Colin Sexton, who has just absolutely taken the next step. You know, this guy's averaging 25-plus points per game, you know, and his assist totals are going up. He's looking like a better point guard. Well, a better, really, combo guard. He's not a point guard at this point. He sees the floor better than he did in his previous two seasons. And, you know, he's only got much more room to improve. He's taken that drastic step, though, and I really believe that he should be in the All-Star game this season. So you got him. You got Darius Garland, who is, looks to be finally healthy. Um, you know, he's he's doing a lot better. He is the real point guard of the team at this point. Averaging under 15 points a game, coming in at five and a half assists. So, you know, he, he's doing a much better job at that role than, you know, Sexton has. You have the team's best perimeter defender, maybe best defender overall, and Isaac Agora, who's a rookie. That's just unheard of. I mean, his defensive prowess was touted, uh, was touted coming out. But I don't think anybody expected him to produce at the level defensively that he has. Um, you know, you got the aforementioned Kevin Love when healthy was slated to be the starter, but that's not been the case for the you know most of the season so far. So it's been one of Larry Nance or uh, Jetty Osman. So you know, my perfect starting lineup for the Cavs at this point is Colin Darius. Isaac, Larry, and Drummond. You're bringing Torian Prince, who's, you know, I haven't even gotten to that yet. He was a throw-in. That's That was a steal. I've said this numerous times since that trade's happened. I think Cleveland was the biggest winner in that trade. Yes, I know James Harden is James Harden. So before you guys beat me down, just consider the fact that Cleveland didn't really part with that much. They got rid of Dante Exum. So they really, to me, when you talk about just pure value, I think Cleveland was the biggest winner in that trade. But, I mean, my, that's my lineup right there. Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Larry Nance, Andre Drummond. I think you got to figure out a way to make that happen. And, you know, you have a pretty good bench. And uh, Torian Prince coming off. You have Jetty Oseman for however much longer, you know, they'll hold on to him. You have Larry Nance. And you have Jared Allen. So, I mean, and that's the biggest thing right there. You have Jared Allen who you're going to have to, you're obviously going to have to resign him. He's going to get a max deal or near max. He's played outstanding. And uh, there's there's no way around that. So the, the Cavs have a lot of things to figure out financially in regards to the cap. And maybe that's why there's been so many rumors about a buyout and about trades. But, I just don't understand how you couldn't explore the possibility of resigning the guy with how productive he's been. I think, you know, Cleveland at this point, 
is in a good spot. We're sitting at nine and nine in the sixth seed currently in Eastern positioning. And yes, if the season ended today, we'd be in the playoffs. We'd face off against the Pacers. But, you know, we, we still got a long stretch to go. The good news is, however, is that the defense has been very encouraging. You know, nobody expected the Cavs to, you know, be off to this well of a start defensively and overall. So, you know, there's there's been a ton of growth. There's been a lot of maturation on the whole roster, really, as a whole, minus the, you know, the whole Kevin Porter incident. Yeah. But I just, you know, I love the direction these guys are going in. And we, we, you know, we couldn't ask for anything more after the post-LeBron era than to, you know, to see some type of improvement. And if this is where we're heading, then, you know, I'm loving it. Cleveland should feature its first all-star since the LeBron era. And nobody, I mean nobody, none of the big-time NBA commentators or analysts really predicted this breakout. You know, and we really just recently got healthy. Who knows how much longer Kevin Love will be on the roster? Uh, who, much, who knows how much longer Matthew Delvadova will be on the roster? Guys like that. But we are just now getting healthy. More trades will come. So the roster additions will, you know, continue to happen. And there will be some reshaping done. But overall, Cleveland is in a good spot. I think we have our head coach of the future and JB Bickerstaff who has these guys playing lights out and whatever he's selling, man, he's he's got them buying in big time. I don't know what he's doing, but these guys are buying in. They're playing inspired defense. Um, you know, they're turning the ball over, you know, a little bit too much, but they can reel it back in as we saw last night against Detroit. You know, they're Cleveland looks like a second half team. So, you know, we we got the right pieces in place and I'm glad that we finally have a coach who has instilled some type of some type of grit in these young fellows. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But God forbid, you know, some type of, you know, falling off of the proverbial cliff by Colin Sexton. This Cleveland team is on their way up. This brings me to my next uh, subject, and that is, should Cleveland really actively be fighting for the playoffs, or should we just kind of ride it out for the rest of the season? Because this upcoming draft is supposed to be really, really deep. You're talking about guys like Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, um, Evan Mobley. There's just there's a very deep draft coming up. So, you know, what should the Cavs do? Do we, you know, we're at nine and nine right now, as I previously said, we're in the sixth position in terms of uh, conference. So should we be fighting for a playoff spot or should we be aiming to finish near the bottom again to kind of secure another high in talent? Me, man, y'all, if y'all listen to my other podcast, y'all know that I'm always going to lean towards winning games. I think that's that's what the focus should be on, um, you know, unrelated Jason Kelsey of the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, as I love to point this fact out, says players focus, organizations focus should always be on winning. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are. If you're a pro, act like a pro. So to me, y'all better go and try and win as many games as you can. Forget about the draft because you never know how a guy is going to develop. You never know how guys going to turn out. Doesn't matter how good they are in college. Anthony Bennett. 
guys just, you know, I don't know what it is when it comes to roster, what comes to teams and tanking. I don't know what it is when it comes to, you know, the appeal of uh, draft prospects. It just, I, I will never understand that. I'll just say this. I get wanting to build for the future, wanting to secure, uh, you know, a high-end prospect. I get that. That could potentially help your team in the long run. I get that. But I think if it's in, you know, when you're talking about being in the position that we are now at 99 and coming out much better than anybody projected, I think you have no choice to do right by your fans and organization and, and just go out there and put your best foot forward every night. I know, I know one, not one individual can make the decision to tank or to lose games, but we've, you know, it's an unwritten thing. We've seen it happen before. But for Cleveland, I think you have to push forward and try and do as well as you can. I mean, we've seen the skyrocketed growth of Colin Sexton. We've seen very good maturation in Darius Garland so far, who only played five games in college. And we've seen how well the Andre Drummond trade has paid off coming you know, into this season. He was kind of like a flyer. We took a flyer on him, but it didn't cost us anything really to get him. John Henson... And Brandon Knight, I believe. So we're we're on the right track, and I think you got to keep that train rolling. You got to keep winning games. You got to see how far you can get up the ladder. We might surprise a lot of people. I mean, we've already beaten, you know, teams that and that looked pretty well. You know, obviously we had the two previous wins over the Nets after the trade, and I'm not gonna lie and act like the you know the Cavs weren't motivated to play in those games, specifically Jared Allen and Torian Prince. But, you know, we, we have this ability to play against anybody. Our grit and grind is there. We don't have the talent that some other teams have, but we definitely have the passion. We have the drive and we have the coaching. So I think you have to approach every game as if you have an opportunity to get better and you have an opportunity to win. Because the Cleveland has played up to par with just about everybody. And then just in this past week against L.A., they played pretty poorly in the first half but they managed to claw back and scratch back and get themselves within position to win the game until you know lebron did his thing that's lebron though so you know that's that's what i mean when i say we don't necessarily have the necessary talent but we definitely have the drive and we have the work ethic and we got the hustle you know guys like larry nance who's up there in the top you know i don't think he's number one anymore but he's in the top three or four for steals per game you know and you got guys like him you got Isaac Okoro who's getting his hands dirty as a rookie taking top perimeter assignments you know he, he spent the majority of game guarding LeBron although you know it's hard to be effective against you know an all-time talent like that but you know he's out there giving it his all and there was questions about his shot and it's actually falling in the pros so I don't know what that was all about but nonetheless I think the focus should always be about winning if you get, you know, you're getting the development as young guys, that's good. That's an added bonus. But I don't think you go into any season thinking, oh, well, this is a wash. We don't have what it takes, so we're just going to tank. I just don't think that's good for fans. I mean, we pay money. We want to see good games. That, that you know, whether that be I'm paying to actually go to a game or I'm paying for a league pass or anything like that. If I'm buying anything from the league or from the team, I expect a good product 
in return. So I don't think anybody wants to see that. I think fans want to see the team do well, and I think players on the team want to see the team do well. So, you know, y'all know what I think. I think we need to move forward. I think we need to pursue the playoffs. I think we don't need to worry about Kate Cunningham or Jalen Green or anybody like that. I think we just need to go out there and win games. But I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, you can contact me on Twitter at It's Cavalier Pod. So, you know, if you want to reach out, just, you know, send me your thoughts. I'd love to hear that. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close out today's episode. Again, if you want to reach out, you know, make your thoughts heard. It's at It's Cavalier on Twitter. You know, I'm pretty responsive. Um, Make sure you also check out Bucks in Maryland and The Parrot Life, both podcasts done by me and my friends and me and my wife. Very deep topics on the period life, by the way, not for sports related, Uh, but make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. That being said, y'all have a good day. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.